0: everyone welcome back to another episode of be here for a while this is my first time ever recording on a sunday night normally i'm like hung over and regretting all my bad decisions but i feel responsible right now i'm doing like a work thing uh i just always want to thank you guys as always for listening and rating my podcast five stars and leaving reviews and sending me emails uh, I respond to every email, so keep emailing me whatever you want to talk about. Uh, info at rachelobriancomedy.com. I love you guys. Um, I have a really, really exciting guest today. It's kind of a different, different thing. It's not he's not a comedian, he's not an actor, but he's a very successful entrepreneur. Uh, he started a brand called FabFitFun. He's the CEO co-founder of it, or co-CEO co-founder. Yeah, Michael Brachim. Did I say it right?
1: Bruchim? Bruchim? Yeah. Okay,
0: well, I should have r- probably asked you that beforehand.
1: Uh, we'll, we'll roll with it. Bruchim? Yeah. Whatever.
0: I mean, listen, I can I can re-edit it and say it. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you for doing I think this. I should
1: keep it all in then.
0: Thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a real honor to be on the show. Is it an honor? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I've, keeping
0: you. I'm keeping you up late on a Sunday night. Well, I you have I a never, very busy schedule.
1: I never thought I was funny enough to make it into a comedy podcast. So. Well, no one said you were funny. It's I just true. said you were interesting, or I could be made fun of.
0: <laughs> one or the other. You are kind of funny, actually.
1: TBD. You
0: You are funny. Thank
1: you. I think you are. I, well, I, I'm going to try to be on my game tonight.
0: You don't have to be. Okay. You just have to like drop some like cool knowledge about what you do.
1: I try to do that.
0: Or you just do whatever you want. So you started a company called FabFitFun. Um, for my listeners that don't know what that is, it's a. I mean, I feel like if half of you watch Vanderpump Rules and half of you have seen the the posts about Fat Fit Fun, well, no, no, but Vanderpump Rules people post about it. My yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I don't really talk about Bachelorette on there. Oh. So you so you so you thing. have so you you don't even know? Do you even know who posts about your brand?
1: Of course I do. Really? Yeah. The Vanderpump Rules girls.
0: Name one of their names.
1: Lisa Vanderpump.
0: <laughs> oh, you took the easiest. She's not really on. I mean, she is on the show, but like. I played a win. Really. That was that was good. <laughs> Thank you. You really can't even name one of their names.
1: Uh, this Stassi. is okay.
0: Oh, there you go. That's an easy one to remember. Probably because I've also said her name in front of you, and you just heard it recently. Well,
1: that's how we met.
0: Yeah, that's true. I went to one of your I went to one of your events. Uh, it was very fun, but then I forgot I'd met you. Uh, who knows? <laughs> then we emailed about comedy. Whatever. That's all I talk about. Um, so, how did you start FabFitFun?
1: uh what's an interesting question uh i you know i started with two of my, my two co-founders one of my co-founders is actually my brother mm-hmm. uh he's also my co-ceo mm-hmm. and the other is katie kitchens uh we should have at least one woman who knows uh what we're doing around us
0: yeah that is kind of funny that you run it's like a it's a female brand but it's well it's okay two out of three are male ceos Two,
1: th- two out of three, but we're mind meld. So we're almost one person. <laughs> okay, fair And Katie enough. does so much that, you know, we'll, we'll give her the the other 50%.
0: Okay. What made you feel qualified to run like a female sort of brand?
1: I, I'm not sure I am qualified. but
0: <laughs> See, that was funny. Yeah, that, you, you, Look at you, your, you're you, in there, you yeah. You have to turn you're, things, right? You're warming up. Yeah, I'm
1: getting there. Um, it, was, it was truly uh, a sort of happy accident. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my you know, all of us sort of... Came at this from a different perspective, but my personal journey started uh, doing political new media consulting, mm-hmm. and then. So how
0: did that how did that happen? How old were you?
1: I I was twenty two years old. I was in college, and, and you were already working. I it was that was sort of accidental too. I one of my best friends was doing some consulting work and asked me to help him out, and mm-hmm. one thing led to another. We both didn't show up to our jobs a few months later that we, we had accepted and
0: Oh really? So it was like the, the tail end of college I guess 22 yep. would be.
1: Yeah, it was exactly. It was our, it was basically senior spring.
0: Were you studying um like tech social media stuff in college?
1: Uh, no. I was the word social wasn't it was called social studies. Social uh, studies—that yes. was
0: something we did in grade school, though. Yeah, I—I I, I, mean the same thing. I joke
1: that it meets uh, after recess and before lunch, okay. <laughs> and you have to pass the states and capitals test in order to graduate.
0: <laughs> was that really what it was called in college?
1: It was called social studies. It's—but um,
0: it involved internet.
1: It didn't involve internet. It's a sort of catch-all major. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Harvard, so it was called, I guess, a concentration. So you took
0: the majors. easiest major at Harvard.
1: It, you know, it might—it might, it might <laughs> as well have been home back. I'm gonna stand up for all of the social studies. <laughs> majors out there uh, okay. with me it, it was actually it's an honors only major so you had to apply it was thought of as a very difficult honors. Major. You,
0: so not only are you in Harvard but you're also in, in the honors program there
1: it, it, it's only it's only I guess it's an honors only major in the sense that uh, you're required to write an honors thesis and you couldn't
0: just do Harvard you had to go <laughs> be in, in the honors <laughs> program <laughs> Would, uh, You're just like no, a show I just, off.
1: I, you know, it, w- it wasn't that special. So, um, it sounds but, like it. No, no, it Harvard is.
0: alone is special, let alone being in the honors. I was proud that I was at the honors at University of Oregon.
1: That's a big deal. They it
0: wasn't, it was a very easy school to be good at.
1: Well, you know, I think, um, probably the hardest thing about Harvard is getting in.
0: So, I never applied, once. I was like, that seems <laughs> like too much work.
1: <laughs> it was on the common app,
0: on the common, yeah, what? it's
1: just a checkbox. What do you mean you could have applied very easily
0: I, well, I don't know what you mean by that there's an app to apply for college
1: so there's a I, I don't know what they do there these wasn't
0: when i went to college
1: so when i went to, and college, i'm younger than you well there was a there was this thing called the common application okay and not all schools were on it but a lot of them were and harvard was one of them so you could just check a box and it sent your app there and the you know there's maybe one or two supplemental things you so you
0: made do. all your applications like really fancy Cause no. you, cause I would just do like a half ass one for like a state school like, ugh, and then like a nice one for, so you just made like one really good one and you just kind of,
1: no. So I, 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 I didn't end up applying a lot of places, but, um, the ones I did, cause you
0: figured you were going to get into Harvard?
1: No, well, I got in early. So what does that mean? <laughs> is... You're just bragging now. No, <laughs> this, um, they just have an earlier deadline that you can apply to and, oh, then, okay. and then they put your sort of anxiety to rest. So you got in. Were your so parents really proud of you? They were. They were. They were very proud. Um, did you have the type of
0: parents that if you wouldn't have gotten into Harvard, they would have been like, "Ugh, my son, he's a loser." No,
1: no, not at all. They, yeah. they, they were. They would have been proud of me. I think no matter what. They're, um, I'm, I guess, in that sense, I'm sort of like a true millennial, where my parents thought everything I did was yeah. amazing. You get an award for everything. I got a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of stickers.
0: Okay, so you apply to Harvard, you get in early, and then you go into the honors program. <laughs>
1: It was social studies. Okay, social studies. Real basic.
0: Yeah, but but you okay? Did the honors program like lead into any other majors, or was it just that one?
1: No, there were other there were other, honor, there were other co- co- majors that you had to okay uh, write a thesis for.
0: Anything like cool, like 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 chemical? I stu- I, like, I like, focused on oh, oh like wh- t- why oh, why was like, such an easy sounding a, major? No, so th- there were.
1: Le- le- let's be totally clear there are way way harder majors at harvard oh i know like way yeah harder. Like i assume math. so. <laughs> um, math and applied math and okay. computer science and chemistry and mechanical engineering and yeah so th- like most of them uh, yeah exactly this is so this is in this amongst the social sciences uh-huh um social studies was sort of like a your paint paint your own journey sort of okay. major where between like let's just say like psychology and political science and economics and philosophy and history and and sort of these areas, you sort of carve out your own journey and figure out, you know, what you wanted to do within that. And so I ended up focusing a lot on sort of a combination of economics and psychology. Mm -hmm. Um, Ended up doing a, a, wrote my thesis about um, sort of how people felt about products that talked about certain labor standards or talked about, you know, fair trade or environmental standards Mm -hmm. versus not um give a shout out to the professor i worked out worked with then it was michael hiscox what's um, up michael yeah what's up michael <laughs>
0: uh i bet he's listening to this we we did this we, is very yeah, informational I, I, my this podcast is, <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> professors at harvard definitely he's, listen to my podcast
1: he's one of the foremost uh p- trade political economists in the world so maybe, oh, yeah, he's definitely he's, listening yeah, 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 yeah. he's not listening he's probably learning something i think from he's me. actually he's working now in the australian government he's oh, from australia so good for him um advising administration there on on trade politics but that's cool yeah so we we, what we did was we created basically um some fake brands that didn't Mm -hmm. exist and put different products um that we made up on ebay we actually we ended we did in fact make them because we wanted Uh to
0: what kind of products were they
1: just we did coffee and we did t-shirts and and things like that and Mm -hmm. the experiment was basically uh put up one you know put up the same product uh but that differed in just describing sort of the social goods attributes okay so this product was made with fair labor standards or this product was made with you know these environmental conditions and then we'd see if we listed those pro- those auctions simultaneously where the descriptions only differed in that regard okay whether there was different bidding behavior amongst consumers in there i know this is exactly what you're no your i I'm, i love it about. no <laughs>
0: No, they they want to know how to be successful. This is good. I do this all the time. So, I don't know if
1: this research is is the answer to that well, question, but um it worked, it, Maybe some of them are in college. This is part of my journey. Yeah,
0: it's part of your journey. <laughs> so, did you know? Okay, what did you want to be when you were a kid? That's the first question. Second question was: once you were studying, when you were doing all this stuff in college, what did you think you were going to do with that?
1: Oh wow. what did I want to do when I was a kid? Oh. Uh, what did I want to be when I would grow up yeah. when I was a kid? I guess that's a question. Yeah, I probably didn't say it correctly. Yeah, it's all good. I'm tired. I'm precise. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm tired and I'm yeah. sober, which is like, well, that's w- too much. We can help. There's, you know.
1: <laughs> we um, so I want to be a Laker player. I want to be. Yeah, you I want to be play. a basketball player? I want player? to play basketball. for
0: Oh, that's adorable.
1: Yeah. It Thanks. was.
0: Were you good s- basketball? Were you an athlete?
1: I, in my little small corner of the world i could say that i, w- I was an athlete but you, you were know. pretty good no no just like i, I mean like in the in like like uh, amongst the not so great kids i mean i played i played varsity basketball in the end did, what did you go I to like a special pe- needs school Do no, no, oh, no, you mean I, what I, was I, the not so great kids I, at the i i uh i peaked in jv okay um, me and my brother actually are are are, are our co-winning tandem uh, peaked when when I was in, in <laughs> athletics peaked when I was in tenth grade. He was in eleventh grade. And we were co-MVPs, actually. Really? Of the JV Buckley basketball team. That's adorable. Team. Yeah, it was really great. So you wanted to I think to that be... it was a feel-good award for me. He he really deserved it. He's, was he a better athlete than you? He's you know he's not a better athlete, but he's a better basketball player. I'd okay. say. Okay.
0: Yeah. So you wanted to play in the NBA? I wanted to play in the NBA. And then when did you realize like eh, maybe that's not happening? <laughs>
1: uh, I think by like sixth grade fifth oh, that's, that's grade that's really that's good like, to
0: being honest with yourself yeah, yeah
1: i think it was like ah, you, know? you weren't like in high
0: school like i'm probably this is probably still gonna happen for no, me i
1: yeah i noticed that there were players that were way better and yeah and I was, my comparative advantage was also like, you know, like math six ten six ten and yeah. black you yeah. know which yeah. you weren't no yeah I, I was actually really short growing up too are you yeah you're not short now no i mean i, I had a big growth spurt later actually, i actually think it's i think it's helpful to be short when you're younger
0: I think it's helpful to not be the like best like I think it's helpful not to peak when you're younger. Yeah, exactly. Cuz then you that's my, like that's my version of it. Yeah. I feel like if you if you're like
1: really they don't tall have to develop a personality looking,
0: and then yeah. you just turn a jerk when you're older. Yeah. yeah well,
1: I mean, you can But I mean, there's tall people out there who are great
0: Well, too, well so. I know, but I I talk just, about this a lot on my podcast. I was a monster as a child. I was hideous. And so like that was great for me cuz I got to have a personality. I wouldn't be doing comedy, if, you know. Well,
1: you you've, you've really blossomed.
0: Thank you. I know. Um so, <laughs> Okay, so so then okay so then what did you realize you wanted to do like you went to harvard to study social studies
1: yeah so it's just a big jump
0: from doing political stuff too
1: so i i I can walk you through so okay i i was always interested in media Mm -hmm. um and and journalism and writing did you ever want to be in
0: front of the camera Mm,
1: no no no, like i i think like the the idea of like telling stories was interesting and Mm -hmm. um and engaging with an audience but i I, uh, for me, it was always about writing actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the editor of my high school newspaper. Um, I was actually the editor, the co-editorial chair of the Harvard Crimson. So cool. uh, working on the opinion stuff. And, um, when I graduated, uh, you know, started this consulting thing with my friend, uh, I had a background in doing like some online stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, so we were sort of doing strategy in that world. Um, and after, you know, we started practice, we did a bunch of different campaigns um, and I wanted to be back in L.A. Mm-hmm. I was in New York and Boston at the time. Um, and when I meet with different people in L.A., uh, you know, it was a different town with a different focus. So, yeah, they'd see.
0: Wait. So but when you were when you were uh, at Harvard, you were doing political strategy first.
1: Yeah. my se- So it was, senior, it was year. senior year and then through the next, you know, about year and a half. or. Who so. was that for? Uh, we had a lot of different clients we worked with. Rudy Giuliani when he was running for president.
0: That's cool. Um How did you meet Rudy? And is Rudy cool?
1: Uh we so my friend and one of the original co-founders of sort of the company and actually, you know, early co-founder at FabFitFun no no longer with the company, but mm-hmm. um one of my best friends in the world, Adam Katz, he mm-hmm. uh he he had met an advisor to Rudy Giuliani. Okay. Um to throwing a conference at Harvard. Mm -hmm. and we became... And so he he sort of, you know, spotted this opportunity, and Mm -hmm. we did the political things, and then when I wanted to be back in L.A., um, someone told me politics is Hollywood for ugly people. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, if you can do this stuff for politicians, and uh, then you can do this stuff for celebrities and entertainment folks, and then that's how... And then you wanted to get
0: back to L.A., so you were like... I
1: started spending more time here, and, mm -hmm. and the first person I got introduced to in this world was um you know someone actually your some of your listeners might be familiar with is uh Roger Berman and Rachel Zoe. Mm-hmm, yeah. Amazing husband and wife tandem. Yeah. Um
0: How did you how did you meet him or her?
1: Uh in first. I was introduced through a mutual friend. Okay. yes through a mutual friend and um Rachel was just becoming famous at the time. She uh had her reality show
0: mm-hmm. uh, the
1: you know the Rachel Zoe project. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do online so we were brainstorming different things and we came up with this sort of online fashion newsletter blog uh which became the Zoe Report.
0: So did you do you did you have to know a lot about fashion to do that or was it just sort of like I was or are I you was, just good at marketing?
1: No it was more like the the sort of tech and marketing and mm-hmm. sort of sort of a little bit of the business you know okay. and working oddly enough like the things you learn in doing political building political websites ended up translating really well to Uh, entertainment folks wanting to build their audiences because we knew all about sort of acquiring email addresses and and sort of the the marketing behind that Uh, what does that
0: mean so like you so then when you send out a newsletter to people like you have
1: what what does acquiring email addresses mean so acquiring email addresses just yeah getting people to sign up for your newsletter Okay. Um, and in politics you did that because you wanted to then email these people about your campaign and you know why they should vote for you and why they should donate to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but this first step was always get the email address. And, you know, today that's, that's expanded. Now it's, you sort of want to get a follower what, in whatever way, you yeah. know, whether that's an Instagram follower mm-hmm. or a Facebook like or a Twitter follower or an email address um, or a podcast subscriber
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, you know, any number of the ways that we, or Snapchat, you know, yeah. I don't know, friend, I don't know what it's called. Snap- uh, s-
0: fo- follower? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Snapper. Fellow Snapper. Sna- I do Yeah, and <laughs> so, so that we became really adept at sort of creating personality-driven campaigns and mm-hmm. things like that to to build email lists. And we did, you know, we we worked on that. We got Rachel Zoe's project off the ground, the Zoe Report, mm-hmm. that did really well, and we got introduced. So you were one
0: of the first people that started Zoe Report with her. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, it was exciting. Um, and that ended up sort of giving us a a whole. Uh, you know, new set of clients. We were working with different people in entertainment in Hollywood and um, some other brands like Tumblr and Pop Sugar. And, mm-hmm. um, and at some point, we wanted to try our own version of of what we had done, and that was sort of the the earliest days of FabFitFun.
0: So, okay, well, so when you were doing because uh, Rachel Zoe has like a box thing now too. Were you doing that with her? Or Was it just like when the she was bo- doing the, the box.
1: box came later? So they, they recently, more recently, launched their box, um, and we w- you know we're still. Um, you know, very close friends and, mm-hmm. and, and even, you know, shareholders. So we, we helped advise them on getting their oh, Okay, cool.
0: So then how did you come up with FabFitFun based on just a, a, a fashion blog and political whatever you had? In the
1: so it's, you know, it, it, there are a lot of different sort of people at the, at the genesis of FabFitFun. Mm-hmm. It was, um, and actually the, the, the you know the personality behind it initially was Juliana Rancic so okay. she was our la- launch partner and and the, the initial branding and sort of ethos of the site was driven by her lifestyle
0: mm-hmm
1: and so we you know the the, the idea was we had sort of seen what we could do when we built the report. why don't we you know, do our own internal project within this sort of consulting firm and agency and we launched uh, the I mean sorry and F- 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 fine.
0: Fine. so uh, she but she was just someone you attached to it you'd already come up with the concept right
1: uh, these we were in a lot of conversations with a lot of people so we knew uh-huh. we wanted to build media sites yeah um but so this was when, when we were talking to her you know we were fleshing out the ideas mm-hmm. um that you know that would fit with her personality and the, uh, and yeah and, uh, you know there's a long list of six or seven other folks who were yeah of in these conversations
0: i just don't uh, uh I just want to know like how you came up with the concept of like okay we're gonna people are gonna subscribe and receive a box of products
1: so th- that was three years after the, the beginning of FabFitFun so FabFitFun okay. initially was not oh it wasn't that no
0: what was it initially it
1: was just a newsletter it was a newsletter then it evolved into a website built oh, okay. social media following um uh I actually uh went and focused elsewhere I went to grad school my brother uh ran FabFitFun mm-hmm. um you know, on his own for a number of years, and we, and we were playing with different ideas in e-commerce. Were you in
0: honors at grad school too?
1: I was. I was not. I was a very bad grad student.
0: Okay. I was
1: I had a very. I was in. I was a, finally your normal. I actually ended up <laughs> dropping out of half of my degree. What? Yes.
0: You dropped out. You didn't even graduate. I
1: I finished one one of two degrees.
0: It's like you're a rebel. Yeah. Do you have tattoos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something like that.
0: Okay. So okay. So you drop out of grad school, and
1: and we launched uh uh and and we we've been sort of toying with these different ideas around the box mm-hmm. um and different or different e-commerce models that we could attach to FabFitFun, mm-hmm. um and then you know yeah you know, different points we sort of circled on this idea of a box and then credit to my brother who sort of planted the flag and said you know we're going to do this thing
0: uh-huh.
1: and in march were there
0: other were there, i can't talk were there other boxes already out there
1: there there was birch box uh-huh. was um Ipsy was around. There was another thing called uh, Pop Sugar Must Haves. So there's mm-hmm. there's a number of, you know, I, I I think we don't even think what we were launching was really the box. It was more yeah. like the entire sort of thought behind a, a membership program that okay. that would evolve. And even today, you know, we we really think about this as as more than a box. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there, there were a lot of subscription e-commerce things mm-hmm. for sure. um And this was, you know, we thought we had our own sort of unique angle into it where we could go. Um, and focus on full-size products across lifestyle Mm -hmm. um, do it on a seasonal cadence rather than a monthly one and we thought that gave us a lot of sort of interesting room to play and and explore and do something different out there and Mm -hmm. um, so my brother got that off the ground in March of 2013 Mm -hmm. Uh, I graduated that June uh, kamikaze into the bar and failed the bar and then oh, you were
0: were gonna go to law school
1: well I had finished law school
0: oh why do you have to brag? Why so many things? <laughs> <laughs> you went to, okay, so you went to grad school. So, and no, to, no, my, my grad school was law school. I started law school. Okay. I
1: started business school and law school together. Um, it's,
0: that's still a lot, but yeah. okay.
1: <laughs> and, um, graduated in June, uh, was working on a different business project and working with FabFitFun and, you know, thinking about taking the bar. Ended up, uh, you know, failing that, coming out of it, and then went all in uh, with my brother on FabFitFun with my mm-hmm. brother and and Katie. Who was did there. you guys have an
0: office when you first started, or what was it? Just we like did.
1: We had an office at um, Third Street. Uh-huh. Uh Is here in in Los Angeles. It's actually mm-hmm. just up just down the street from where our office is today. And um, we had started that office when we were doing the different early entertainment projects
0: in LA. Mm-hmm. Cool. How do you? How do you feel qualified to know so much about, like, female products and stuff? Or, like, are you not picking them out? Like, who, I, who picks out what goes in these
1: boxes? Katie heads up our merchandising team. Okay. So, our merchandising team. Do
0: you weigh in on it at all, though?
1: I, I yeah. You know, not, I'm not, not in a very heavy-handed way. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. share my opinion about what I think people might like. And I'll often ask, you know, different friends of mine for their opinions when, mm-hmm. when things are coming up.
0: But uh, you were explaining to me um, when I met you that like FabFitFun is like it's kind of more like you said, it's more than just a box. It's like an overall sort of what's the word you use, like lifestyle or yeah, it, it's like a whole. So there's like a forum where people write in about how it's like changed their life and everything.
1: Yeah. So explain
0: all that. because That stuff is really cool.
1: I'll, so I'll tell you.
0: And th- you're very passionate about it.
1: <laughs> I am. So the way we think about it is, um, you know, how do you personify what we're trying to do? if if you think about some of the other subscriptions out there let's say like something that's very beauty focused when you get that it you might think this is like my makeup artist or like a beauty consultant Mm -hmm. um if you get a uh you know a box of clothes every month you might think oh this is my stylist or someone who you know helps me get dressed okay um you you might get a snack box it's like my nutritionist or something like who is Mm -hmm. fabfitfun we've always thought it's it's some version of like your best friend or your sister um, because she's not thinking about just one aspect of you, but mm-hmm. your whole life. That's cool. Um, so we have beauty products, fashion, fitness, wellness, home, tech, et cetera. And so when, when we think, what are we trying to do? We're trying to, you know, sort of inspire you to try new things, get a little bit out of your comfort zone each season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we, and the you know the, the mechanism that's sort of most obvious that we do that through is the box. Mm-hmm. But we've more recently started building out, well, how else can we do it? How mm-hmm. else can we, you know, nudge people to to just sort of keep growing you know I think in in our society we put an emphasis on growth and education um until you're 22 and then when mm-hmm. you graduate college that sort of ends yeah. um, there's no real place to do it do that and you know in, in a lot of ways we think of FabFitFun as this this sort of like um you know try to be the best version of yourself membership and mm-hmm. self care sort of that's so cool service and so um so, you know, the best example of how that will continue to grow and how we've done it already is just a month ago, we launched what we call TV, uh-huh. um, which is a collection of some of the best workouts in the world. We partnered with some amazing studios, including Body by Simone, Physique 57.
0: Do you have to pay for this membership?
1: Uh, it's f- completely free with your FabFitFun box. Oh, cool. So if you're if you are getting the box, you are a FabFitFun member, you get access to FabFitFun TV um
0: every time we talk about this i feel like i'm like being sold on something that's really gonna change my life it's it's, it's you <laughs> it know. feels like a like a like a really healthy cult it's <laughs> but like not the bad kind where you like drink a juice and you all kill yourself like well
1: i think you know uh, we i think um i think cult is a very strong word because we're, we're we're very not judging i like it we're not yeah <laughs> you know i think part of our ethos is not like there's a right way or a wrong way yeah um, it's very sort of supportive okay. uh, and, you know, everyone's on a journey and, and helping them. Well, that's
0: how most cult leaders phrase it too, but yeah, I'm I don't joking. know. I feel like, I, I feel like cult it's leaders, it's not like that. It's not like that. Know,
1: ultimately, but it a- makes you feel
0: good. Like I opened one of the boxes and I was like, cause I feel like someone just like bought me a present, even though I got it for myself that like it, it just kind of like, it was so exciting. Cause you're not even, cause especially cause it's seasonal, you're not expecting it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I
0: guess you technically are, but like when it comes, you're just like, whoa, like I don't know. And it's a surprise what's in there
1: yeah it's it's a it's a surprise we do some spoilers mm-hmm. um, to build the excitement but overall it's it's something you know where you, you sort of start of a new adventure and mm-hmm. i think that the seasonal cadence is actually really you know important and part of the part of what makes it special it's mm-hmm. um one you know by being every three months and not monthly there's a lot of anticipation that that gets mm-hmm. built up and that that you know is really an event for us when, yeah. we, when we ship People out a box want what and,
0: they have to wait for and
1: yeah, there's there's a lot of excitement being generated. Yeah. And then I think the, the, you know, the next thing about the season is there's a couple times a year where everyone, you know, very deliberately, or, you know, t- people tend to be more introspective. I think uh-huh. people may be on their birthdays or uh, on New Year's when you're, you're yeah. making resolutions and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think that the season is another time that you sort of have that Im- effect where, you know, yeah. spring is here and you sort of, you know, what, what does spring bring? And you start you yeah. know, thinking about yourself. And um, I think our, our box sort of punctuates that. For our members, mm-hmm. um, where it, it's really like a pronouncement. Like spring is here, and then because we're, we're so broad in our curation, mm-hmm. and we really do think of these as, as stories and sort of catalysts for new ideas and new adventures. What do you mean by life? stories? We don't think of the, the like, if we put a, um, let me give you a good example. Uh, in our spring box, um, we have a roundie it's a product right What's it's that? it's a, it's a, it's sort of like a round blanket oh um, yeah okay with like really beautiful patterns on it mm-hmm. and you know in some ways you know if you just sent that out uh it's it, it's cool i think but realistically um there's so much to bring out of this specific we're, we're we partnered with a, a brand called gypsy oh mm-hmm. five so in oh, addition what that is. yeah so w- when we send out our roundy mm-hmm. one there's like a companion magazine and we'll show you you know Ten different ways to use it. You can mm-hmm. use it like on a picnic on a beach. Um, you can use it as a decorative throw on your on your rug. You can use it to you ki- uh, on your on your couch. You can use mm-hmm. it to keep you warm um, at a concert. And we'll you know we'll show those images and then go you know even another step beyond that, which is um, well like who is Gypsy Gypsy05? and mm-hmm. you know we, we'll we'll show an entire adventure into sort of the supply chain, how these were made, and we have videos that we created that sort of catalog that. Um, and then you think of the setting, these were actually made in India. So we Uh actually did a story about, about India and the city, um, you know, city that, that where the factories were located, Mm -hmm. um, for the gypsy roundies. And so we push in that way. Um, and then we, you know, 10 things you can do with your, your gypsy roundie in terms of like, you know, your picnic ideas and things like that. So what we, we want, it's, you know, there's actually some good studies that say, um, things don't make you happy experiences do uh-huh. and on first blush you'd think wow that's a really bad point for FabFitFun yeah right like they're th- sending you a box of things yeah um, we don't think that we just don't think about it we, we think the things are one of the best ways to sort of inspire experiences and mm-hmm. thoughts and that feelings and emotions and 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 discoveries. because I
0: have a cool blanket to go to like picnics yeah, and, 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 and it just with. it
1: gives you it, it gives you that little reminder and yeah. in a way that a lot of times in our digital world, mm-hmm. we just have like sensory overload, notification overload, email overload. Mm-hmm. What do I read? Clickbait on Buzzfeed. Mm-hmm. Our box tends to cut through the noise because it's it's physical, um, and so our stories start with this physical touch point, and and we think that's pretty unique.
0: That is cool. Yeah. What advice would you give to young entrepreneurs that want to come that want to create a business like this,
1: like this, um, or just d- you
0: know young entrepreneurs? I
1: you know I think it doesn't
0: have to be like this. It can be like anything.
1: I think you have to just embrace a, a little bit of the serendipity of of where life is going to take you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, it's just completely unpredictable that I'd be doing what I am doing in the position I am today. Yeah. Um, there is no version of any future world that I could have imagined that included yeah. this. And I think it was, you know, how I got here was was just sort of following my nose about one. You know, what what was I good at? Mm-hmm. Um, where was I getting a response? You know, where where That's was I advice, seeing yeah. seeing things happening, and then and where was the opportunity? Where was sort of like where was the overlap with mm-hmm. with um, with that and and doing something valuable?
0: Well, I paused it because he got food. Maybe I won't even bother to like edit that out smoothly. <laughs> so you found okay. So you you believe in finding uh, where there's opportunity to create value in the world?
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Um,
0: what did you I mean in everything that you wanted to do, uh, you wanted to like somehow like move you know, people or, or change things or shake things up? Well you want to
1: have an impact. I think I yeah. think I think I think that's just a you know, sort of pretty universal desire that you want to feel like you're doing something that's important. Some and people
0: don't care about that. Some people just care about themselves. But
1: that's that's fair. Yeah. Uh well I I'll just speak for myself then. I wanted to do something that I thought was yeah. like I making, mean, making a difference for people and I agree and, with you, but and you know, we've we've kept broadening and, and stretching what we're doing to, to really, to really make sure that, you know, we're, we are doing something valuable. We see just the stories of, of customers being, you know, so happy and, and, and not just like happy in a sort of, I got a great deal. Mm -hmm. I think that's, we, we sort of, that's the tip of the spear for us. It's, you know, we, we draw people in with a lot of the sort of different marketing messages that we use. And, you know, some of the, the influencers we work with, many of whom are on your show. Mm -hmm. Um, But, because you know, my
0: friends are living like a really clean, inspirational life. <laughs> I'm joking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the well, the the, you know, but I think the experience that we're creating—that sort of recentering um, each season and and that sense of I'm still a work in progress. I still have uh, new things to do and discover. Mm-hmm. I think it's just super powerful. And then we create. I a like com- that work
0: in progress thing.
1: And we, yeah, and we uh, we we create a community around it where where our members are connecting with each other and supporting each other and. And they're and they're telling us they, they you know just how much um, you know how how important that, that this sort of little ritual that that they've brought into their lives is to them and and so
0: can you give me a few examples of these stories that they have shared? You don't uh, have to, like say their names?
1: Yeah, I, I I mean we we have a so we we have and it you know as as we're thinking of broadening the scope of the membership we have the box we have add-ons that you can add to your box we have the faf fun tv initiative and, and for over a year now we have the fab fun community which is uh a place where members can just connect with each other and, mm-hmm. and the stories they're sharing there it's all over the place i mean there's you know one of the top threads right now is is um you know who's who, who's dealing with anxiety mm-hmm. and the stories there all you know all sorts of of stories about anxiety including even you know um you know mem- mem- members of our own team are are, are in there too and uh-huh. and i think there's this you know and and a, a lot in that con- Like, wh- why are they bringing it up and why you know fabfitfun and you know why why is that something that's on our community i think
0: because you're creating a community of people well, that, that can connect I, with I each think, other
1: yeah and I, and i think there's this se- there's this sort of happiness ideal and and you know we we try to say it's not like hedonist happiness it's it's a it's a more of a fulf- like a deeper fulfillment happiness that um that we're tr we're we're trying to n- sort of promote with the box mm-hmm. um and that that idea that like learning and growing um is a is a path is is a is, is sort of the, i don't want to say like a noble path to happiness but like a mm-hmm. you know some some sort of virtuous path and, and yeah it's and not
0: like just collecting things and 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 looking good it's yeah, and and growing.
1: our yeah, and, and our members feel that energy around our brand, and I think that's that's why a topic like anxiety comes up because it, it it's you know getting through that is is part of, sort of what you know they they're they're battling with or or to, on their own journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I just asked you what what advice you would give young entrepreneurs. What was the best advice you were ever given when you were starting these kind of companies? Did you ever like a, have a mentor or something?
1: yeah i i've had a ton of incredible mentors and and advisors and friends and role models um
0: besides mike the professor michael (laughs) michael hiscox
1: yeah professor hiscox um there there have been so many i think in a lot of ways the people i've learned the most from are honestly my business partners Mm -hmm. um today it's 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 Danny my brother we learn a ton from all the time and 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 Katie mm-hmm. um my co-founder um we're, we're always learning from each other and more importantly sort of uh learning I think more than anything like perseverance mm-hmm. um I think on any entrepreneurial adventure there's gonna be moments of doubt mm-hmm. uh, I've certainly had my share and I think um and I know my my co-founders have as well and, and I think the, the thing that we've 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 really taught each other is, is how to how to bring the other up, mm-hmm. back up. Um, that's great. And I think I think that's been a really important thing for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Not being cutthroat.
1: Well, I mean, with, I mean, with with the com- with outside well, competitors, gonna... it's a different story.
0: Okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> did you uh, did your parents have a lot of influence over this? I mean, what did your parents do? My
1: my dad. My dad. My dad is an entrepreneur. He's uh-huh. an OB an um, well, because he <laughs> went into the business of medicine. Okay. So we're actually multi-generation, sort of working in, in women's-oriented businesses. Okay. There you go. <laughs>
0: a uh, little different type. Yeah, diff- yeah. very
1: different. Um, but uh, but surprisingly, um, you know, some of, some of that, just seeing how we how we you know operated in, in, a, in a women's field was, you mm-hmm. know, I think it, it's kind of funny like, now you both in yeah you and your brother now work give, in a women's give field some confidence tests about the possibility of, of doing that and being successful in it, but Um, and my mom was super mom. Yeah. Um, she was just always sort of there and yeah, I mean, look, I think, I think the biggest thing from a parental perspective is just their just unquestioned support. Mm -hmm. Um, and knowing that you have that to fall back on, I think is, you know, um, it's, it's more than a safety net. It's just knowing that like, you know, things, things are going to work out and you, you have that support system in, in place I yeah think, i think that gives you just a real s- amazing sense of confidence as you're going out there and doing things mm-hmm. that like a lot of people might be skeptical of
0: yeah i think it can go either way i mean i think there's people that become successful because they have like super supportive parents that you know that tell them they can do anything and then i think there's people that don't have that support and just like they want to do it differently yeah for their like well, well and I, next generation. I. I I had the I, same type of parents as you did. To, well, they just the, told me I was awesome all the time. And I was like, yeah. you're right, I can do anything.
1: <laughs> well, and, and, and I, think, I think, I will say, you know, my parents were extremely supportive. But it, 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 it's sort of in the more general sense, mm-hmm. right? It, it, the details, the details are, you know, yeah. you, don't, you don't always want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah. Um, they, um, you <laughs> know, for a long time, I don't think they really understood yeah. what we were doing they were like
0: so no yeah. law school exactly. so we, you, you exactly. failed law school yeah exactly and so you're going to make a box think, of women's products yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of times i think they they would have sort of recommended just a little bit more conservative paths and yeah and decisions and i think um yeah there's, there's a healthy sense of skepticism i think at different times but supportive in a in a, in a broader sense of yeah you know like you know there was a, uh, even even with the sort of questions you know ultimately like a you know we trust you and, and you mm-hmm. guys are smart and we you know we're we're, we're proud of you and and you know, go go and give it a shot yeah um, well
0: parents always have to question it my parents weren't like when i was like i'm gonna be a comic they weren't like oh totally just do it they were like so as a hobby right <laughs> and now they get it now they're like obsessed with it exactly so it just you have to like prove yourself i mean I guess parent. It, w- it would be crazy for a parent to just be like, "Sure, go take this leap of faith and like maybe never have like health insurance or yeah, but, whatever."
1: But you know, it's it's a it's a it's it's a fine line to navigate because I think, um, I think people can get pretty easily dissuaded mm-hmm. by even that type of questioning, which which, yeah. you, which you should know that like. There're going to be questions, and they are going to be you know, yeah. and anything that you're doing that's even a oh, little yeah. bit different. Well, I
0: think anyone, I mean, friends, family members, meant every, everyone's going to tell you that you probably shouldn't be doing a certain amount of the- thing. I think, I think to be successful as an entrepreneur, anyone doing something that's like out of the box, you have to sort of be, um, not hindered by the word no. Like hearing the word no, like when someone tells me no, I'm just like, all right, that's your opinion. Right <laughs> yeah, exactly. for you. Opinion, <laughs> just going to keep right. doing. Yeah, I uh, think that's pretty much the only way you can do it. I mean, definitely listen to criticism and stuff and they take it in but i don't think there's any way to be successful in a unique field if Uh, you if you if someone tells you like no you can't really do that and if you take that to heart it's like "Mm, yeah probably you shouldn't do it then
1: yeah i mean i I, we i we've had a you know so many so so many you know naysayers along the way and i think um you know you i i I think underrated and it, it it I think people don't don't trust uh, actually just I'm not even gonna say their instincts just their own sort of analytical abilities Mm -hmm. enough I think I think you want to you want to get you want to solicit opinions you want to talk to a lot of people but then you also have to sort of say like what's unique and like what's unique about this situation or my opportunity because people do new things like the most amazing things are the new things right Mm -hmm. like the that's where that's where that's where so much of the excitement is and, and people do create new businesses and new things and and you know every generation thinks oh i wish i was alive 20 years earlier yeah um so then i could have invented you know the internet or 20 years before that anyone that anyone
0: that thinks like oh it's so much better in another like scenario or like someone has it (laughs) luckier than me is is well well,
1: i think i think there's i think there's a a sense in which um people think uh, you know sort of the innovation is done you know Mm -hmm. in some ways and i think I think that's a. It's just a. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty naive. It's a. It's a naive thing to think. I mean, the, we're in a really dynamic. But That we're all
0: going to just stop. This is it.
1: Yeah, no. The, the, I mean, the, the there's that's there's depressing. there's a, there's an Amazon or a Google or a Facebook. Well, those are not
0: FabFitFun subscribers. Yeah, yeah, there's a. <laughs> exactly, <Your>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Our, our. You know, we actually did some consumer insights work, and we actually labeled our our subscribers the savvy self starter. Oh, uh, I like that, that. That's the that's the sort of prototype of of the that's member. That's cute. Um, and so they're, they're definitely people who take initiative and, 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 and believe in their ability mm-hmm. and, and their, you know.
0: i got to come up with that for my podcast listeners. Obviously, they're savvy self-starters, yeah. but i got to think of my own thing.
1: Well, we're happy to refer you to, to our <laughs> people. Kn- yeah, do you know someone that can help <laughs> me with some marketing? You got it.
0: Um, so how, how, how hard is it to build this, build this business? Like, how many hours a day were you working? Like, did you just not sleep for years?
1: I, yeah, I mean, I, it you don't count. Because you, you know you might you might not be. But do
0: you look back on? Well, I mean, you're probably still doing it now. But do you look back on it, just like how the hell did I get through that?
1: I I I've enjoyed the ride. I re- mm-hmm. I really have. I think um, I think you know you you make sacrifices along the way, but I think if you if you just enjoy what you're doing, mm-hmm. then I think it you don't really you don't really think about it that much. I think you're just sort of. Um, we were having fun, and I, you know I've been very blessed in my whole life, and and to be able to 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 work with great people and to try to build something special. And
0: you were never like I'm exhausted. Why no, did nah, I do you, this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have bad days. You have good days. Yeah. I think that's just part of it. But um, I'm I'm not gonna complain about my hours because it, yeah. it it it. I think what what ends up happening if you're an entrepreneur is there's there's just a complete blur between um like your what's your personal life and what's your mm-hmm. uh, professional life
0: is it hard to have a personal life when you work that much like is it hard to like date or to like spend time with friends or family and stuff like that i thought
1: we weren't gonna get so personal on the well, podcast
0: i ask all my people <laughs> stuff like this
1: i um sorry i don't know you no, that well please. i
0: probably shouldn't ask you that but you'll you'll survive
1: uh I, I'm
0: good at getting information out of people. I,
1: I think it's, I, I, you know, a lot of, you know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm single. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times I'll, I'll say I've, I've just sort of been married to my business. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some truth to that, which is yeah. um, starting a business and especially like, you know, yeah, the, the, the beginning stages when you're just hyper growth mode. Yeah. Um, there's a level of just attention that it requires and mind share that it requires that, that I think it's just hard. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to do that and also start, an, you know, two marriages at once, so to speak, yeah. right? <laughs> Shouldn't do that. Um. And so, you know, I think, I think actually a lot of entrepreneur friends that I, I know either met someone before mm-hmm. or sort of once the, the, yeah. the sort of the ride cooled down a little bit. Yeah. I think that creates more of an opportunity. So
0: it's hard for you to have time for it, but it's okay because you committed to it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I don't even know if it's, it's just time. It's, it's almost the mental space, I think. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean I get, I get that with comedy and stuff. I mean I I it's it's hardly it's it's hard for comedians to date. You're always on the road and stuff. It's like I mean I'm not on the road as much as a lot of other people, but um I mean I'd like to get to that level. But I mean I have friends that that are on the road every weekend. Like I don't know how you would I mean it would be yeah, hard I, to have I like a girl I, you'd have you'd have to have like a girlfriend or a boyfriend who's just like totally cool with just like, "All right, I see them during the week and then Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think think I think it, yeah, exactly. And there's so, so there's t- tons of other you know yeah i mean traveling being nomadic i think is really tough on relationships yeah that's that adds a whole other dimension to it too
0: yeah um okay so i'm gonna ask you like fun stuff now not fun stuff but like stuff about like the entertainment world because we've talked enough about like tech stuff
1: cool i just don't know much
0: well that might make it funny do you have a favorite comedian besides Uh, me
1: rachel (laughs) o'brien
0: do you even do you not have a favorite comedian i do you don't even know the. No, name of I, a do, I do. Oh, yeah. I, I do. I didn't say no. You just
1: let me answer. Larry David is my favorite comedian. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'm very excited have for Have you ever seen him live? I have not seen him live. Oh, my God. He's oh, so funny. I he's exactly
0: what you would picture him to be like. He's fantastic. I mean,
1: he's epic.
0: Yeah. That's I'm a good answer. I'm very excited
1: for this upcoming season of Curb. It's coming back to HBO. Is it? Yeah. How long has it been
0: off? I tend to oh, not man, know things. Four years. Okay. Cool. What's your favorite movie?
1: Uh, Inglorious Bastards really yes
0: seems intense um (laughs) is is that your favorite comedy
1: (laughs) i mean it's it's really dark humor i'd say yeah but uh i i I laughed
0: during it i like dark humor i i've been working on a script right now and i every page has something super inappropriate in it that i probably need to whittle down so
1: can't wait to read it
0: you should you should well it's it's shit right now i'm just trying to get it on paper before i go to europe i'm going to europe everyone Hopefully, I I know I have some of my listeners there because I posted about it on Instagram, but um, I might be doing comedy in Paris or maybe even Copenhagen, but most likely just Paris. But you guys should come. I think it will be... Yeah, this will come out beforehand.
1: Does that ever work? Yeah, all the time. Oh my God, all the time.
0: <laughs> all the time. My listeners just, are like my friends. Your
1: listeners are just going to show up in Copenhagen?
0: No, if they live there. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: No, those people that live there. Yeah, I already know that there's some like... I just... I posted on Instagram like, oh, I'm going to Paris. And people were like, oh, you should... Go to this place. I'll be there. Blah, blah, blah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it, like um, like I'm doing like the Reno Laugh Factory um, in at the end of May. And like if I talk about it enough now, I'll make like enough people will hear about it that I'll get enough podcasters, podcast listeners out there that come to come see the show.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah. You're worldwide. I You're am. Global.
0: <laughs> yeah. Reno, Nevada. We
1: should right. call you global Rachel O'Brien from now on. Is that, yeah. is that
0: the marketing I'm looking for?
1: Rachel O'Brien worldwide
0: am i pitbull <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something he would say no, really? <laughs> doesn't he say worldwide that? worldwide worldwide, worldwide. <laughs> i swear he says that right something like that well i don't know i don't know the rap world is that rap i don't know um yeah so yeah it does work if i talk about that on there yeah awesome yeah um, is there anything else you want to chat about We've we've almost done a whole hour it was
1: just one fun question that's it uh,
0: okay well <laughs> favorite like, comic <laughs> favorite. okay you like the fun stuff okay i'll give you more um most overused emoji
1: i mean by me it's the 100 emoji
0: oh yeah you do use that a lot
1: <laughs> yes i do yeah i mean I, i'm just like
0: it's on your shit um <laughs> uh let's see um i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking uh favorite food are you gonna
1: edit out those uhs no <laughs> Favorite food.
0: I'm not doing like I'm not doing like a CNN like newscast Yeah, yeah here. This is casual. It's,
1: um, I, you I'm know, in sweatpants I'm right now. This is licen- not serious. I'm going to become a listener of your podcast. Are Can you I, Are you yeah. just going to listen to your own podcast? I just don't know. I, I, I don't know if this is way off tone. Or it's, you know, have it's,
0: you ever listened to a podcast? Uh,
1: I have, but not yours.
0: Okay. Well, you probably listen to like serious tech ones. Yes. Are you disappointed that I said, uh?
1: No. I'm <laughs> happy you said, uh.
0: Because it's like relatable. I mean- it's these people are my friends.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I should be
0: comfortable around them.
1: friends. <laughs> Shut up, friends out there. Rachel is super comfortable right now.
0: I hate you. What the question did I just ask you? They didn't answer. You
1: asked me my favorite food. Yeah. I have multiple. Um, spaghetti bolognese, gondi, which is like a Persian oh. um what's Friday that? night Shabbat sort of special specialty.
0: What What's in it?
1: It's like a. It, it's actually, you know, it's really trendy. It's like a, it's a bro- bone broth as at oh. the base. Yeah. And what the, what is that, and that then all like about? A, um, and then it has a like a matzo ball, but like out of meat. Um, usually a veal or or. That sounds delicious. A, um, yeah, it's um, incredible. It's really incredible.
0: Do Persians eat a lot of meat?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there's meats. I mean, there's there's v- a lot of variety in Persian cuisine, but um, uh, there's there's a meat in most of it.
0: Do you know how to cook?
1: Uh poorly. But I did I have well, you did
0: order Postmates for your dinner, so I
1: did. And I but I have recorded my grandma and mm-hmm. my mom like making videotaped my, them some of yeah. Oh. Videoed some of them. Some them making some of my favorite Persian dishes. So
0: And have you tried to make them yet?
1: I've not. I've just done step one. I Which think step videota- two yes. videotape it. <laughs> exactly. Step
0: two is transcribe it.
1: No, step two is make it. Is make it. Yeah, it's a okay. two step process. No three step you, three is eat it.
0: You did this like ten years ago, you recorded this, you still have Actually
1: tried. I recorded my grandma actually maybe five six years ago really I, and then my mom i did just a few weeks ago actually
0: you should give you should like edit this together and give it to your mom or or you know. your friends yeah
1: <laughs>
0: no not this podcast no, listeners no, no, not the podcast. i'm saying that you should you should give them like a
1: the videos yeah that no, would no, be I'm so saying, nice but i'm saying we'll give it to your your listeners ba- as yeah well.
0: yeah if they want it, if
1: they want to make gondy
0: i mean you're very confident in the fact that they might want it this isn't fab, this great. isn't fab fit fun this is rachel's podcast they don't cook my I don't know. Okay. I talk a lot about food. Or they
1: don't like good recipes. It's uh, going to be good. I
0: think they do. I talk a lot about food. I don't think that not you can confident. be a, you don't, <laughs> what? I feel good about it. You you should. Yeah. I don't think you can be one of my listeners and not like food. So yeah. Well, I'll let you eat your food. We did like almost <laughs> an hour. This is very good. That's it. Yeah, I uh, just want to keep talking. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Um What do you what do you feel like you didn't you didn't share?
1: I mean, we didn't talk politics, but that's no fun. Um
0: Yeah, I don't. Eh. Well, we can.
1: You know what? Actually, I have one thing I want to share. Okay. I'm going to share a coupon code for FabFitFun. You don't
0: get to do a free Absol- coupon <laughs> code <laughs> on <of> my <laughs> podcast. How, I know, get paid for these the, sponsors. These,
1: this one, this this one, I think, is... Uh, no. You know what? We'll work out an affiliate deal later. If you don't... You if, were
0: almost just going to do let, a free... No. Review.
1: I think we got to do this. Don't you want your members to try FabFitFun? A coupon code?
0: Yeah. Fine.
1: Okay. We'll make you, it... You are serious. All right. We'll make it... Rachel... What should, what would you like the coupon code this is to be? Bullshit.
0: Um for what? Like I can name it?
1: Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, it's not gonna air. This isn't live. I'll, well it'll we'll air it on after. Thursday. Perfect.
0: Um coupon code, what does it have to do with?
1: Whatever you want, your show. What's your show's Be Here. No but Be here. Know. Okay, coupon code Be it's, here. B-E-H-E-R-E. No, we're not doing that. H-E-R-E you don't get to use at my... Www. No, that's my code. That's my code for everything else. You don't get to use my But code. you're gonna love it. You you will love it. Your 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 listeners are no gonna no
0: no. It. come up with something else that has nothing to do with me a different can, code yeah
1: you don't want a custom code no but you don't <laughs> have to post about it
0: come up with something else
1: okay fine um you know what i ordered from chin chin so we'll use coupon code chin chin there you go and that'll give you ten dollars off your first box
0: you just gave them free ad space too that's
1: fine I'm. A, that's I, actually you just yeah. did them a favor i spread the we just did them a favor absolutely we have yeah so C H I N C H I N will get you twenty percent off your first box. We hope you give it a shot.
0: <laughs> you sounded so professional. It sounded like a real commercial.
1: I've never really done an endorsement. That was
0: it. Wasn't bad on
1: on any form of media yeah. before. So. Well,
0: you seemed like a natural. You just forced it into my podcast.
1: <laughs> well, you've gotten a box, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I loved it. I really did. It was like it felt like a like a very fun gift that you, I wasn't expecting.
1: Do you think your listeners will like it?
0: I think they i w- I'm sure they half of them know what it is. Okay, I think well they would have, love it. So
1: we should share great things with your listeners. We should share we it. it. We you even, guys we really can.
0: should. You guys really should subscribe to FabFitFun, Fun and now you get twenty percent off. There you go. How much is it, the membership?
1: It's forty nine ninety nine per season.
0: Well that's not very much. No, nope. like two hundred bucks a year. Yeah.
1: And if you pay annually you get yeah, a whole set of perks and stuff and a big discount.
0: What are the other perks?
1: Uh, so, our annual membership, you get what's called FabFitFun Select, mm-hmm. where you get to customize uh, the color and style of various products in your box. Ooh. You get early access to add-ons.
0: That's cool. Uh, what are the add-ons? Just extra stuff that you can put in it?
1: Exactly. You can add add things to your box.
0: Do you ever pick out the products, like, all the way? You, know, you said you have a product specialist person, but...
1: Uh, we, we, have, we have the most amazing merchandising team in the world, and uh, they're doing brand partnerships, they're doing product development.
0: But do you know what's in every box? You personally?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah.
0: Do you actually know what it does, half of it?
1: No, the not always. I no? Like the, the, some, of the, some of it, like, it'll be like, um, you know, such and such serum. Mm-hmm. And I know a serum, like, goes on Makes your face. Makes you look younger. Yeah. But, no, but not just that, right? It can, yeah. like, make you look younger, or it can make you look brighter, or it can make you look...
0: Oh, you do know a little bit.
1: I mean, there, there's all these different things. So impressive. So, like, so I'll, I'll know there's a serum, and I'll know it does something, but I won't always know the specific benefits of that one specific product
0: do you ever use any of the products on yourself absolutely do you have like a whole FabFitFun I, like i I, room I in your house you know
1: over time you know maybe we'll we'll do fabfitfun boxes for men as well but even now i think there's always you know maybe half the box that's obviously usable and maybe more
0: that's great yeah is there anything else you want to say <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we can plug other brands that i like no, <laughs> this is not how this works. I think it's actually a great strategy. If you do it and it works, then they'll come back and sponsor your next pro- podcast.
0: I don't need to do that. <laughs> 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 I would rather them come to me. No one wants to hear me read a bunch of ads. Okay,
1: fair enough. Fair it's not enough. ads. It's things that your your members will like. Yeah, but... You're like their guru. I
0: just... I gave, I gave you're them... You're like their
1: FabFitFun. Right? I, I just
0: gave them FabFitFun for you.
1: Okay, one at a time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll call this the Fat Fit Fun Podcast. It will be in the title.
1: Amazing, Rachel. Yeah. It's been a real pleasure being here with you. <laughs> thank tonight. you for doing this. Thank you, uh,
0: guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, what? Don't forget else I... code
1: chin chin.
0: I'm going to stab you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what was going to say? Oh, where am I doing shows? Well, I guess I canceled the one in uh, LA. So I don't know. Next one's coming up. Let's just let just say the Reno Laugh Factory. Because I... oh no, the most important thing. Me and Annabelle DeSisto of Adderall and Compliments have scheduled our first live podcast. I'm so excited! It's May 25th at the Hollywood Improv in the Lab. It is going to be the greatest time. We're going to have we're going to have uh, listener giveaways, uh, some little contest things. I think Annabelle's giveaway is probably going to be like her crystal kit. I don't really have a product besides my love of alcohol, so my giveaway will probably be like you guys having a drink with me. It's going to be super fun. So May 25th at the Hollywood Improv in the lab. Mark it down. I love you guys. Uh, Yeah, if you uh, just email me, info at com, Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rachel N. O'Brien, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. Do you want to give your social media handles?
1: Yeah, of course. I'm at brookeem. B-R-O-U-K-H-I-M.
0: Did you want to give a promo code for your Instagram? (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm free to follow, actually. You're free
0: to follow? (laughs) All right. Thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Bye.